0: Want to discover leading strategies, share experiences, and connect with fellow consultancy leaders from companies like EY, PwC, or Porsche Consulting? Then join us in Munich for the Leaders in Consulting Conference on the 27th of June, a one-day event exclusively for consultancy leaders like you. Places are limited, so head to leadersinconsulting.com to claim your ticket now. That's as word.com. See you there.
1: Welcome to our shortcast. This summary is from our Leaders in Consulting show episode with Markus Schmidt, Managing Director at Alvarez & Marcel. We're covering three highlights from the show. How to avoid the number one mistake when growing your consultancy, how to win the big projects and leave behind your competition, and keeping the good ones. Let's get right to it. How to avoid the number one mistake when growing your consultancy.
0: So as you have a vast experience in, in leadership positions in consultancies, um, what is the number one mistake that you saw that um, the leading or the leaders of those consultancies committed um, while they were in the growing phase? So why they were growing their consultancy?
1: Yeah, I, my perspective, uh, based on my experience, is uh, that you really need from almost from the very beginning a kind of a picture of you, what you want to achieve, what is what is what is what is your goals you want to want to want want to reach because uh, typically if it's smaller size uh, companies, it, this is kind of a. An exercise where somebody met somebody, or somebody is kind of uh, actually splitting out of a of a larger entity that they just kind of do what they did in the past, and then they just keep running, yeah. And uh, what what you should do very very early is really look at. Um, what, what kind of animal would you like to be in, in the future? Of course the strategy changes over time, but you should have somehow a vision or a picture in front of you what you want to achieve. if you just kind of uh, uh, if you just kind of run uh, as fast as you can and just kind of end up in a, in, a let's say in, in an exercise which is basically not strategic then is tricky. You need to really frame or actually formulate your framework or, or actually draw down your strategic vision. Pretty much at the very
0: beginning, yeah. Um, so, what what is the downside if you don't do it? Um, so, if you if you just basically take on every client that's presenting itself.
1: It has a lot of a lot of uh, let's say downsides if you're not doing actually going through the strategic phase because you're just kind of you need to actually hire people for example you need to tell them what what you want to do yeah what what is what is your kind of business what is the 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 area you want to compete with the let's say existing consultancies because there's, this is a heavy market it's it's. It is a very unstructured market. It has a market with a lot of players in. You need to really choose your battleground. And if you do so, you can also kind of get the right people on board because you need to kind of formulate and and and, and show them the vision what you want to achieve because then you find the right people. That's mm-hmm. first first thing. Secondly, if you're basically um, starting up a consulting business uh, from literally scratch or with a couple of, uh, of dozen people, and you basically stayed in the market, you do everything, you have 15, 20, whatever verticals, nobody yeah. would you believe. So it's also about building up the trust and, and the confidence that your clients or your customer side that you can deliver what you're promising. So this is this is the, the my my perspective: getting the wrong people, going in the wrong industries, that's one of the things which is basically very tricky at the beginning. And that's the reason why you should have a strategy behind it. And if you have a strategy, you can really Find the right people, attract the right people, select your battleground um, very carefully. Cause it's very important. So if you want to kind of uh, compete with the really big big guys, it's difficult. Different than you compete with the boutique companies around your corner. Yeah, that's that that's that's a big difference. Yeah. It also in terms of um, what 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 kind of uh, people you want to have in terms of also the salaries. Is it the high end or the mid end of the of the of the of the market and what is the price points you want to want to want to get out of the market and all of that so strategy is very important and then you need to operationalize the strategy and and execute it very carefully yeah then later yeah how to win the big projects and leave behind your competition you asked me earlier what, what project we won recently in one, one of the occasions really we came up uh, because we were really fighting with, um, with uh, severe competition yeah we actually actually came up with a, on one page of, of, of references everything was in it yeah the name the, 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 the position of the per, per person the company and also the telephone number and the email address and we said okay this is our reference sheet. do us a favor you can call them every, every, can, can call everybody from this list. But give us a, give us one, one, one shot to really uh, kind of uh, st- stating that you are calling and yeah, giving yeah. some of the backgrounds, but you can take all of them by your choice. We won that project also because of this site, because it was so, let's say, impressive to them. They actually, I think they called two or
0: three, yeah? And not the whole list, it was 20 or whatever, 18. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but it was so, super powerful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That's also a great tip for, for any consultancy pitching against other consultancies. Um, do this one sheet.
1: Don't uh, use it against myself, but try it consultancies. Oh,
0: it's okay. Fine. Keeping the good ones. Now comes the, the, the follow up question um, How do you keep people that are super, super well trained? So, the ones that are on manager, senior manager to partner level around this area? Um, So, of course, up to a certain level, it's always salary and bonus. But um, what what other measures do you think make a lot of sense to put in place for the best that you want to keep?
1: Responsibility. Mm -hmm. You need to give them responsibility for certain topics, projects. They need to be important in what they're doing. And on the other side, you need to pay them as much that they're not think about changing because of the money yeah so they do not, must not be the, the the top the top level guy they need to be one hundred fifty percent of everybody else but if 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 my 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 experience is if you are thirty percent below the other option then the responsibility side is not kind of overwhelming it yeah but if you have twenty percent less or fifty percent less, but in your company they steal projects, they um, have uh, are mentors of people, they're developing already younger ones. They 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 see already what 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 the outcome is or what their their position is in two or three years. It's an attractive one. Then you keep them. Yeah, yeah. and it's also about personality. You not everybody is uh, is 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 for consultancy. Oh.
0: Yeah, and and what I found when I started out as a consultant, what I found really. Uh, interesting is at some point you switch from being a project uh, guy or, or lady to being someone who has to sell and somehow yes. i i at least didn't see it in the industry that you get get taught so my perception was when when i was a young consultant that somehow you have to have your own network you have to have like network of your parents or whatnot to be able to 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 succeed now i know that was uh that is not the case but what i i I think what would have helped me to maybe even consider staying long-term is to understand that being a consultant later on as a partner, for example, or MD is like running a business. So Yeah,
1: and it's about, um, probably not not, not quite sure whether the English one is the right one, but you need to really love people. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's a people business, yeah.
1: It's a people business. If you not lo- love to work with people and developing people in terms of the old people, but also clients, yeah. The most the most successful thing for a consultant um, senior is to having a, a, a notebook with 10, 15 addresses. People you worked with, and if it is five or six, it's also okay if they are in the right position, yeah. And they need to really Want to work with you? This is this trusted advisor thing. But if you don't want to work with people and don't love people and are not able to really bond with them and build long-term relationships, then it's it's selling, yeah. And this is then when you are not being successful. Ready for more? Listen to the full episode. Head over to sawoo.io/leaders. S-a-w-o-o.io/leaders.